wow, hello, you might have recognized this uh, awesome Japanese lo-fi song, probably, if you've listened to uh, Radio Aura before, however, if you are not sure who you're listening to, so welcome. Once upon a time in Geekland. So yeah, welcome guys uh, to Once Upon a Time in Geekland. In Geekland, oh my god, <laughs> uh, an awesome podcast slash show slash uh, fun slash everything geeky. So basically, an awesome show about uh, geeky stuff that we discuss every episode. This must be might be games, movies, TV shows, some technological stuff. Uh, whatever, whatever, potato, potato, everything interesting we discuss here, and you might listen to it, you might, might follow us. So, yep, yeah. uh, you may listen to the awesome show here on uh, radio our website, or we are the only show on uh, Radio Aura that has a Twitch channel. Well, basically, it's a, it's a common Twitch channel, however, I'm the only one who is using it, so... Oh uh, my god, I haven't been doing the show for a couple mo- two months uh, and I just uh, forgot <laughs> what's the names. So yeah, UBG Radio Aura on Twitch. You might join there, you might listen and even text me, you know, it's like a live stream. You can chat, you can ask your questions or just write. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. No promotion. See, I've just talked about the, the show and I've immediately gotten uh, advertisement on my Twitch channel. Damn, I'm so popular. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone. Uh, here we are. It's my, I would say, seventh season. Yeah, so with Basilki was uh, spring 2022, then fall uh, and again spring and again fall and again spring so that's fifth, fifth season I'm sorry I'm bad at math there will be a total of seven seasons yeah because like with like one less than a with all semesters so yeah a pretty old show uh, and I'm glad to be back I have had such rough couple of weeks like I would say this year is 2024 a year of dragon it's basically like my year I was born in 2000 so that's like my sign however this year been really hard been doing like IELTS preparation I'm taking econometrics too if this says to you something how hard my life is, life is right now I'm still trying to finish the homework that the deadline was yesterday so Yes, uh, if you're first time here, we, as I said, talk about games, movies, and everything geeky. Uh, we have three parts. The main part, which you usually announce on our Insta page, uh, geekland.show or AUBG Radio blog at Instagram, you can also see there. Uh, then we have some film, music, game recommendations for me, because I usually do a lot of that stuff. I play, watch, listen, whatever. And you can easily uh, check, uh, like, listen to the recap, like, on Spotify. Yes, we have our podcast on Spotify. Or just live, and maybe you'll find something interesting. And the third part is nostalgia part. I usually choose something really old or that's been going on for a very long time. And we just there's a nostalgic part about it. like we see how old we are, how fun was something like we've talked about. Simpsons, Family Guys, I don't know, like different movie series, Marvel Universe. Uh, unfortunately, there is nothing to say about DC Universe. Anyway, so yeah, 
For today's main part, we talk about AI, uh, artificial intelligence, a very interesting that's been popular since last year, basically last uh, a bit more than one year. I would say first time I heard about ChatGPT was end of December. Uh, and since then, our life has been absolutely different, I would say. Uh, don't you think about that? So yeah, uh, our main part is we'll talk about AI, how it changed our life, how we can probably uh, understand what's AI, what's not AI, and um, how, t- how it impacts our life and what will happen with us in the future with all this AI stuff. Yeah, and uh, therefore... Uh, We'll go on a small music break, which is also an interesting part of this show. Every episode, well, you hear Japanese lo-fi as a background music, which I hope you like. However, every episode will have different uh, music vibes. You know, it usually depends. It, it always depends on my mood. However, you can always say whatever you like. Uh, you can leave some mood preferences on our Insta page. Like, can you play some, I don't know funny music or sad music for the next episode or you can join our Twitch chat and you can order some music you know, uh, that's, that's an interesting part you can order whatever you want uh, just, I would be glad to feel some feedback <laughs> so, anyway uh, today's music mood is spring vibes, because it's getting warmer and warmer, finally uh, as a person who lives in an apartment with only air conditioning and who doesn't want to spend a lot of money on electricity I had to stay like dressed, to- like total dressed in hoodies, sweatshorts, sweatpants, like to stay warm. Uh, I only turn on uh, my air conditioning after 11 p.m. when the electricity price is cheaper. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy that the weather is become warmer and it just like it feels better. And it's nice that it's getting warmer here, like, earlier. In Toronto, it's still cold. Uh, I don't know, in Ukraine, it's also still, like, cold, snowy, rainy. So, yeah. Uh, therefore, we have a spring wipe. It kind of will warm you up, too, I hope. Uh, some good, fun music. And uh, you can... Uh, we'll listen to it. So, how, how the show goes? We'll go on a break. You listen to three songs, and I come back. We start off part one. Then we go on a small break again, like two songs probably. Then I come back with the recommendations uh, for games, movies, TV shows, whatever, whatever that I've been watching for, I would say, yeah, like almost, yeah, like two months. Yeah, I would say two months because the last episode was uh, in this mid-December. So yeah. And then we'll go again on a small music break and we'll come back. I'll come back with our last part for for the oh my god, for the nostalgia. And today's nostalgia is about the TV show The Office. A great TV show. I'm on a pre-last season right now and it's really fun. I don't know, it's it's an interesting show that I would like to talk about. And you can also join discussion. I repeat, our Twitch channel is A-U-B-G Radio Aura, A-U-R-A, if you don't know how to spell Aura. So I'll be waiting for you guys, uh, and I hope you'll be waiting for me. (laughs) We'll go on a small, like, uh, that's approximately 10 minutes, even like less, 8 minutes break music break you'll you can ha- have a chance to go to get grab a sandwich grab a drink go to the toilet uh, lie down or just like continue your work whatever you're doing and we'll start very soon so hear you guys really soon
Fresh at my place, baby, you're wrecked Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. 
very much. Повече от 10 години на другия край на света се запознах с един чешит Кавал парк. Как един чужденец обиква България. Търсете в кината от 23 февруари. Well, 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 yes. <laughs> I already. I'm so popular. We have advertisement. Oh my god. God damn, god damn. 
I just track uh, Twitch from my phone. And I just forgot that I turned the sound. So yeah. So goddamn, we have an advertisement now here. <laughs> uh, my Bulgarian is not so good, so I'm not sure. But what park was that? I only understood it was like something after 23rd February. However, I don't know who who got it that it was supposed for you. <laughs> So yeah, welcome back to Once Upon a Time in Geekland, a very funny show. Yes, I am sure about this. Yes. <laughs> I like this picture, damn. So yeah, uh, welcome to the show where we talk about everything geeky, everything funny, everything technological. And today's main topic is... AI and how it affects our life, and how can we separate reality and AI generation? Wow! <laughs> I wonder if I'm the only one who is using like all these uh, sound effects. You know, we, we have like a lot of fun. Damn, I would use it as a um, as a teaser for the for the next season. <laughs> I once tried to after my first season, I tried to like do. Oh my god, I've been abducted by aliens. However, no one probably was listening to the show, <laughs> so no one really did anything. Like, and I I think I I played it over after the summer. Like, oh my god, I'm back from aliens. However, uh, this one is funny. I can do like a, I've been shot here. <laughs> But everything's okay. So uh, I'm just I have but I said I just click uh, whatever is available uh, without knowing like what it says. So AI. Can you imagine it's been more than a year than that we are using actively AI? And I remember I've, like how it all started for me. Uh, I've been scrolling Insta stories, and my friend was like, "Oh my god, look at this pro website! It basically like artificial intelligence that answers perfectly and can give you like anything you want. And it's called Chat GPT. And I've tried it, and it looked fun. Like I think I just tried a few moments. I remember then like it, it's been like booming increasingly, like." People were uh, trying to get some instructions. I saw some TikToks like how to create an investment bot for your like crypto portfolio, how to like earn money. And it just, it's really interesting how, you know, uh, how it's all been done and how it uses, how, how we all use it. Uh, in my opinion, in my sincere opinion, uh, it's not the best idea to ban it in university because it's like a barbarous trade effect. The more you are against it, the more people will try to use it and will like secretly use it. Uh, I understand why professors are like, we, you cannot generate text there. Like, uh, I think last semester someone got in pr pr big trouble because he like wrote an article and it's been checked on AI and. Uh, he's, he failed the class and it was funny he, he AI, AI generated uh, like um, a, an apology letter for whoever it was supposed to be to be so yeah um, it's really it's not the best idea to use it I know a lot of people are lazy and uh, they are like using just ChatGPT or something like Bard or Copilot if you didn't know in last Windows version, there is now a copilot, uh, a Windows like slash 
Microsoft Edge browser uh, AI. It's close, close to ChatGPT. It's free and it's built in Windows. So it's kind of interesting to use. However, it uses more like internet capabilities. Uh, it gives you uh, like links where it gets text from, which is also interesting. Like it uses more like a uh, search engine rather than like big base. Uh, however, in my opinion, the best way to use ChatGPT is to to learn with it because I'm taking uh, econometrics two right now, and my econometrics one was B minus, and it was one year ago, so I forgot a lot of stuff. And now, whenever I do a homework, I just ask all different types of questions to ChatGPT. Like, can you explain, especially? It's so nice that you can ask him to explain in simple words, and he explains it really well. Like uh, I've, uh, I now remember like a lot of stuff. I hope <laughs> my professor doesn't listen to this. Even if if you're listening, uh, professor, uh, I mean, just learning nothing else. So it helps you to kind of analyze uh, the the text and analyze the files. And uh, you can learn from it. It's like it's the best way to use all this artificial intelligence is to learn, not to try to ch- use it as a cheat system. Yes, uh, now like a lot of like Tarantino and all the stuff can understand what's like ChatGPT is doing. However, it's it still can overcome it like in many many ways. Like uh, another AI that paraphrases a text. Uh, so anyway. Uh, if you look on the generation of a text, it's um, uh, it's really interesting how it goes, because you sometimes may feel that it was AI generated. Because if you just if you don't do like very hard prompts, which a lot of people don't usually do. However, fun fact: I think there will be a, a big market for prompt generators because to know how prompts work and what to ask to get the best result can be very well paid job. I'm sure it is right now. And I'm sure it will be like all these AI companies will hire people to help them like work with all these prompts like for AI to learn how what well, how to respond. And um, it's really easy to see how he writes the text because uh, I've been writing today like a letter to the president and I, I just don't know how to write it. And I asked like, like write me an example uh, that I will use as a. Um, I didn't copy anything. I just wrote in my words. I just needed to see like probably how it will write, and it uses too sometimes hard to difficult vocabulary. It uses sometimes words that you will never use, and if you leave it like this, uh, it will just uh, it will sound not realistic because no one really talks in that way unless it's like part of their job, I would say, or like you're in that environment that really communicates in hard, like professional language. So uh, another interesting fact uh, about AI is um, there was a story about uh, Amazon. Uh, it's not, it wasn't like a big, huge story. I would say it's more like uh, <laughs> funny news. So a lot of people try to use AI to automate their job. It's an interesting way to do this. However, it, you should do it re- very responsibly and uh, it's sometimes really hard to do this. And a lot of people try to, you know, 
ask ChatGPT like generate me names for products like uh, close to IKEA, Yusk, I don't know. So like uh, the example I saw was with the furniture. So some people just try to generate like uh, a prompt, like a spe- like a C- SEO name for their products to publish automatically on Amazon, like with pictures probably generated on another uh, through the uh, through the another AI. However, they didn't notice that AI just written. I'm sorry, I cannot use uh, like um, like names of companies that are. Uh, oh my god, I forgot how how it's called. Uh, in so like it has DMCA, uh, so it's like under under special rights uh, that you cannot like use names and something anything close to it and the AI just wrote like I'm sorry I cannot uh, generate your names because it violates my guidelines something like this and the system automatically just posted a lot of furniture with these names like if you google it you'll find like I like you see a chair and the name for the product is like I'm sorry I cannot generate you whatever whatever you request because it violates my uh, like my my guidelines so it's AI it's still in super early work it's still really tries his best uh, to be like to overtake us, however, I'm sure it will not be possible 100%. Some jobs, right, you can probably overtake like data analysis, uh, like, um, I don't know, text write, blog text writing, like for some simple, you know, those little companies that don't have money to hire professionals or try to decrease uh, expenses. Uh, it may probably help. For bigger companies, you anyway need people who know how to operate it. And uh, it's better to use AI as a helper for uh, for whatever uh, you need. Not 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 like completely give it all your job. It it will look terrible, <laughs> and we will all fail because of it. So about uh, how to understand what's fake, what's real. Uh, I think last week. That's why I decided to do this first uh, episode of this season as a. Um, as like uh, AI uh, related, because OpenAI, the authors, like creators of ChatGPT, they released Sora, which is basically like video AI generation. There is Dali, which uh, like like a stable diffusion Dali, all this like stuff generate pictures, uh, and Dali now I think is part of like ChatGPT OpenAI product. Mm. And like for paid subscription, you can generate some pictures there easily uh, with special prompts. However, now they released Sora, which basically generates videos. And if you try to just generate, like generate me a video of a man walking, it will look a bit strange because there is no big, uh, there is no big like prompt, uh, no, not a lot of instructions. However, if uh, it's still in like close closed uh, beta it's impossible like to use I think right now they probably just kind of tried to gather investors to invest in OpenAI because uh, OpenAI they uh, published a lot of videos and they still publish like whatever requests people have like for, for uh, Sora and they just, they just show the capabilities however I tried to download it to try it's not available right now and 
if you write a very big prompt, uh, a very big instruction, you can get really good video. However, it's, you can still feel how it may be fake sometime. And in order to fight with fake news, because uh, the biggest problem of AI is uh, fake news, which is unfortunately the biggest problem of all stupid people. People don't fact check what they see or read and they share it. Unfortunately, I, I did a lot of like uh, small projects for uh, my God, how it's called like um, media literacy and fact checking. And people really believe whatever first they see or whatever popular right now is the internet. They never really fact check and they need like help with all of this. And uh, even with AI picture generation, it's the. It, it's already very possible to generate pictures that are not real, that are um, something that is not uh, in our life. I remember the first first AI that was like basically popularized was from uh, Nvidia. Like there was a website. Uh, I think it was called like this person was not real. And it basically showed how they can generate people that are not real. And you could see some, like, problems. There were problems with teeth, uh, because it was, like, close uh, portrait, close face look. Uh, and you could see some problems there. However, it looked very realistic. And I've seen a few posts where people were like, oh, my God, look at this... Uh, kids that are very hungry in uh, Syria, in Africa, in Palestine, in Ukraine. And whenever you look at this picture, you understand it's fake. They're like, kids have six fingers. However, like, it's very, it was very easy to use, like, for the, you know, like, people just have five second attention spans. They just look at pictures, they're like, hungry, kid, don't know how bad, let me share it on Facebook. And it didn't really, like, People don't really look thoroughly on a, on a picture, uh, on this image, which uh, is the problem with all this, uh, with all this problem, um, sorry, uh, with all this, like, uh, fake sharing. And uh, right now, with new generations, there are more and more strict rules for... Uh, all this AI generation. First of all, you cannot really generate some nudity. I know there are like some uh, paid websites that use like stable diffusion modified because basically you can you can modify all this AI. You can download uh, an open source code and you can just like uh, modify the libraries that it uses or allow it, allow it in like more libraries. Uh, and you can generate some unrealistic uh, nude girls, like whatever you want to do, some like drawn pictures, like you can generate whatever you want. Uh, and then like paid, just like whatever we use on the websites like Stable Diffusion or Dali, or I don't know, like there's there a few of them right now. Uh, there are some rules, like it may check your, like whatever you write about, uh, so it may not say like uh, one person kills another person or some like the person. So like th there are banned words that you cannot use. Uh, moreover, as new elections coming up and in America, and as we know, last um, last uh, elections and 
previous elections, like basically whenever Trump uh, tries to run, there were a lot of fake stuff, especially from Russian sources, like 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 Russian bots uh, that were shared. And now uh, AI will not allow to, like uh, OpenAI and some other companies are trying to protect uh, truth. <laughs> And they will forbid like generating real people, like uh, popular people, like Biden, Trump, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, whatever. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how how big the list is, but you could not generate like real people, so it, you cannot manipulate with all this information. And talking about Sora, this like new video AI generation, uh, the metadata for the video, which is basically like all the information for the video, like how it was generated, uh, who is the author, whatever. Uh, there will be information that is AI generated. So basically, if you download, like you generate a video, you post it on Facebook. And if I will download this video from Facebook uh, on uh, metadata, it should show that it is like, like original information. Yes, there will be chances that people would try to erase uh, metadata to manipulate it too. I hope there will be ways still like to show that it is AI generated. Mm. I think there will be the, the easiest way will be if you want to uh, to use it like as a corporate world. You first check the companies that used it, like for Hollywood, probably maybe some projects or some through company, I don't know, like Samsung, whatever. Uh, the video generated is just video generated. However, if some simple people will use it, there should be like ways to show that it is AI generated, like, I don't know, or watermarks, or in the corner it would say like AI generated, or just give some small glitches the fact that will show that it is AI generated. Uh, so yes, um, I hope that we'll... Everything will be okay with it. Uh, <laughs> I hope in a year or two, our life would be much better. Uh, like with all this AI manipulation that companies... I know that a lot of companies uh, that are related to AI genera generating like NVIDIA, Samsung, Microsoft, Google, whatever, whatever. Uh, they've already been... Uh, doing like I don't know meetings I can say conferences on AI and fighting with AI uh, because unfortunately AI really can do a lot of bad things comparing to good things and yes we as students can use it like as cheating probably which I do not advise however uh, like I use it for studying it really helps in other ways and it sometimes helps with uh, finding some proper texts or topics or whatever. So, in such ways, it's okay. Uh, however, with all this uh, fake news, uh, which is easy to spread, and it's easy to spread, uh, and it's really hard to fight with it, fight it. Because people, unfortunately, believe everything they see, and it's easy to manipulate them with all, like... I know, you can take any hard, like not really even hard topic, you can take any controversial topic, 
Ukraine Russia. Okay, it's not a controversial, you know. <laughs> Russia is bad. Ukraine is good. Uh, I don't know, like Trump, Biden. I know any election in another country. This year is a year of election. How the world is being like reelected? Uh, how the countries in the world? And every country can, like every opponent in every country, can use AI to help it, help him or her to achieve some goals by doing some fakes. Uh, there's been a really great short video about problems of AI. Uh, like the guy basically walks uh, through out of the store, and a drone flies to him. And he says like. Uh, you are like whatever, whatever, and you've been uh, charged with some like uh, criminal activity. Please surrender, or there will be like bad consequences. And he's like, I did nothing. I am. You probably mistaken me with someone else. And they're like, if you will not subordinate, we will shoot or like whatever. And basically, like there are, there are no people like in like in a prison. He he he. The drone just. F- Leaves leads him to the to the oh my god leads him to the prison and no one's there. I mean, like he cannot uh, say I'm been charged uh, unfavorably. Unfavorably, please help me, anyone. He he's put in a prison cell and in order and he has to plead guilty. Uh, otherwise, like there'll be like he has some time to say if he's guilty or not. If he says he's not guilty, there'll be like big problems. And uh, a lawyer costs like $100,000. And the guy just finds the money from his parents. Like he, he's been like doing a lot of work to earn money for a call because calls are super expensive. And, uh, uh, and basically... Like he finds the money, he pays for a lawyer. Lawyer like oh, like he's looking at him like who the hell is this? And he's like uh, he pays, he asks for help, and the lawyer's like wait. He looks like on the file and he's like you really not uh, guilty? And he's like yes, I mean here like for a year or something. And the guy just like hangouts, and then not hangouts like hangs the call. And in a day or two, the guy's been just released, like, uh, and nothing been done about it. Like, no one really pays him money for uh, false charges. Like, it just, it was just a AI mistake. So I hope that this will not happen in our world, or at least when I'm not alive and not like my future, like, I don't know, my brother, little brother, my kids, uh, my grandkids, maybe like in 100, 200 years, maybe. But... I hope no. Like right now, we have cameras and whatever, and but there is still like human, human part and all of this. Like police department checks, like if there is mistake or not. There is investigation usually, and it's been helps. But if everything has been done by AI, please <laughs> help us. Don't allow this. So yeah, uh, that's the end of the first part. Uh, I hope it was interesting for you. Uh, we'll go on a small, like I would say, five minute break. And then we'll come back with the second part of recommendations. We'll talk about movie, game, film, like movie, games, TV show recommendations that I'm watching right now or been watching for two months. And uh, yeah, you can maybe take some advices, maybe listen or like watch or play something What's that, uh, from like from the list I will give you <laughs> uh, on this episode. Or just maybe, I don't know, share with your friends. Maybe you know someone who would uh, like to to do this, uh, to, to watch or play something. I would give you. Yeah. So 
Let's hear each other in five minutes. Take a small break and hear you soon.
You know, uh, welcome back to Once upon a time in England. I hope you are happy. So yeah, welcome back to a very interesting show about geeky stuff. Now is the second part. Uh, we've previously talked about artificial intelligence, and I hope it was interesting conversation <laughs> maybe you had with me in your head because I basically had a conversation with me by myself. So yeah, welcome back to the second part, and this second part is our recommendation part. I am a geeky person, I try to follow all this stuff in the internet, uh, like with games, movies, TV shows, and I try to give recommendations on it. So, what have I been watching for the last two months? Damn, that's, that's a big list. Uh, first of all, fun fact, I finally finished, uh, by the end of the previous year, I finished my uh, Star Wars uh, marathon that I had for a whole year. I basically started it in uh, like January 2023, and I've been doing it for, uh, for a whole year, god damn. Uh, so, yeah, and I finally finished, and I don't recommend last movies, so if you ever want to start, we can just go without last movies. Until new movies that will come, like, in the future, I'm not sure we should <laughs> watch them. Uh, so, yeah. So, what have I seen uh, previously? 
I can recommend a few interesting things. Uh, first is for Pokemon fans. It's a very chilly, uh, very cozy, and very, like I would say, it's funny little little TV show. I think it's consistently out of four episodes. Like it has only four episodes, at least on Netflix. I've never really checked, uh, but I think yeah, it casually had an ending. So it's called Pokemon Concierge. Uh, it's look. It's made. It looks like uh, it's been made like a stop motion cartoon. And it talks about a girl who had her, like, uh, emotional burnout. And she just applies to be a Pokemon concierge, like, on a separate island, which is, like, a hotel for Pokemon that lives there and for people that come with Pokemon or just come to chill. And she just finds out happiness in life. You know, it's, like, small uh, motivational cartoon that advises you like to take things slow, to enjoy your life, to enjoy the moments you have and to uh, have fun when you have, when you have a possibility. I, I try to go by this motto and sometimes it's hard, like especially now I'm super tired. However, I try to stay positive. I try to uh, I know, find good moments in every day, even if it's like a bad day or I haven't like been sleeping for, for a long time, like Today I went back to it like at 6 in the morning and I tried to wake up at 9 and just fell asleep until 12. Stuff happens, yeah. Uh, but I, fun fact, I, I also have a small diary and it's like if you really want to feel motivated and just see how your life goes, it's an interesting thing to do. I have it in Google Sheets and uh, which is really important, I think. I mark my overall emotions through, uh, like every day and whenever I go back up like uh, it's been already like almost two months uh, I can see how my mood changes how my life changes and you know it's really interesting to see in a year like do a small recap <laughs> to ask ChatGPT continue now we talk from, uh, with AI, about AI uh, from the previous part uh, to summarize and he would say like if your life was good or bad or what, what was it uh, this year so yeah and Pokemon, Pokemon Concierge is really interesting and I totally recommend it it's like 4 episodes for 20 minutes so you can binge watch it in one, one seat it's like basically a small small movie yeah uh my next recommendation, probably a lot of people, a lot of you heard about it, and it's kind of connected to Pokemon. It's Pal World. It is the easiest way to explain it is Pokemon with building and guns. So that's a game made by a small, 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 small studio in Japan. Uh, they decided that Pokemon is boring and not for adults. I kind of agree with them. It's chilly, cozy, but there is like every every game kind of feels the same. Like just just a little. Detail different uh, from the previous uh, games and it's been, like the series been for how long like more than 30 years so uh, in this game you basically spawn on the map which is uh, the same for everyone and you gather your pulse which are basically different looking pokemons they are, they are like water pulse, fire pulse, like someone can fly, someone can, uh, you can use the mount. And what's funny in this game, you can use weapons to fight these pulse and like bosses. Yeah, you can 
create a like a mini gun and just shoot the boss with it and it's it's, it's kind of fun and <laughs> when the ceo of the company was writing about how they came up with this they were like so we're building a game for the uh, American market and what do American like? They like guns, so let's add guns. So yeah, thank you America for Paul World. <laughs> Your uh, I think second amendment, second amendment, yes, uh, did at least something good. Yes, so it's a funny game and it also has a build building there and an interesting type of building. Um, you know, some games like Minecraft, you basically have like you build a house, you laser, um, but you have to grind a lot like to build a big base or to run like throughout the map and here the pals you catch you can store them in like in pal box everything is connected to the world pal you know like in pokemon there is pokemon pokedex pokeball whatever here is like pal sphere pal dex um, and you store them in your base and you can use your pals to work for you Every pal has different like abilities. They um, can like gather stone, gather wood. They can build objects. They can gather objects. Uh, they can use water to grow plants. Uh, someone can be used as a like uh, on an outpost, like to to look for enemies. So it's it, it adds a, a lot of fun to the game. You know, it does. It's not really gather them all it's also like build the base your best base uh, uh find the most crazy way to use your pals so basically the game also uses slavery and what's funny there are some like bad bandits uh, bad guys and they use guns uh, and at the beginning of the game you don't uh, you use only like bows like simple weaponry however you can get you can catch those bad guys and they become like uh, your pals you can sum up you can summon them up in during the fight or you can ask them to do something in your in your base and they will do this so that they also have a human slavery <laughs> i'm not sure if it was intended or not however it looks like it was intended to to be like this so it's really fun and i and i can't wait for new updates i hope they will use they will update this game regularly and the game will become like better and better all the time uh this game i think almost broke like a world record at least on steam for online players because z right now the biggest like ever online was in PUBG uh, a player on unknown battleground even though like at the time it was a paid game uh like 3.6 million people were playing this game on Steam uh and Pal World has had like 2 million with something people online uh playing the game and it's on Steam, and I've played... I ex I bought this game on Steam because it was like, oh my god, it's so popular right now, I should play it in the first day. Uh, and then I found out it is... Um, it's free with your Xbox Game Pass subscription. So I've just uh, refunded it and uh, played with my subscription, which is, which is comfortable. However, uh, maybe... Um, the um, updates come a bit later because an update for Xbox usually goes like slower than PC update. However, it's still it's still really fun. It's an interesting game, uh, and I totally recommend you to try it. I know you know if you wanna try building and using slavery and to show your creativity because there are a lot of like. 
pieces of stuff you can build there uh, and grind. Uh, there's still a lot of grind, like of resources at the beginning, especially. However, uh, if you get enough like resources and stuff, it will be easier on like with each next level. So yeah, I totally recommend it, and you should totally check it. My next uh, anti, like uh, neutral, neutral recommendation. I would give to Fast and Furious uh, Tokyo Drift. I've checked this movie yesterday or two days two days ago. Um, I just realized I've seen almost like every Fast and Furious movie like throughout my life, but I haven't seen I think the second part, uh, Fast and Furious Two, and Tokyo Drift, which is kind of a spin-off about one of characters, uh, and it's in Japan. And it's an interesting movie, if especially if you like cars. Uh, and you wanna have like a movie about racing and drift because Japan is popular for drifting as a small country. Uh, I hope there are some initial D uh, fans listening to this show. Uh, so yeah, y- you know what I mean. And uh, the show basically it doesn't talk about main characters. The only uh, m- like popular character you will see will be in a, in like okay there are, there are two. One of them is Han. Uh, who's like an Asian driver who dies like somewhere in sixth or seventh movie? No, no, he dies basically like in second movie in the, um, in this movie, and then like he's resurrected later. It's kind of a spoiler, but I know this movie been out for a long time, so it's nothing special about it. So the timeline of this movie is a bit strange, and. Uh, However, however, if you watch it like separately uh, from every uh, like all all other Fast and Furious movies, it's a, it's an interesting movie. I like the music there. Uh, it has like some popular songs. I didn't know like one of the songs that is like, really popular for like driving and drifting or whatever is from this movie. It was like made for this movie. Uh, there are nice cars, and it's a movie of early two thousands. You know, it's uh, it feels better than the movie the Fast and Furious series right now. It is more realistic uh, in the moments of, I don't know, driving. There is no space traveling as it was like in the previous movies. So it's more about driving. It's not about like the family. However, uh, the main character is a funny person because he he plays a school guy. He doesn't look like a school person at all. He's not even. He doesn't look even look like a student. He looks like a a thirty year old person, like yeah, maybe twenty five, twenty six. Mm. Like he's definitely not like tenth, eleventh grade. So and a, a lot, a lot of other students are too. Didn't look like their age. And that's the problem of early like sound movies. However, uh, if you don't really think about it, it's it's an interesting movie. It's it's just good, good driving movie like early Fast and Furious series they were interesting and action wise they were cool. However, like with each movie later and later in the series, it goes a bit worse and worse. And I've seen like uh, this winter the last um, Fast and Furious ten I think it's or eleven, and it kind of. I was not even happy about. It. I I like action movies. I've been okay with like. Uh, number eight, nine of Fast and Furious, like more or less. However, I don't know. This movie kind of felt not recommend, you know. <laughs> so yes, that's my entire recommend. But for Tokyo Drift, it's it's a good movie. You can check it once, 
like for one time it just super okay uh whatever whatever uh what else i can recommend not not but my like what i can talk about it um I would like to talk about the TV show that's been up uh, since yesterday. It's the Avatar Airbender. That's a Netflix release. And, I, you know, I really wanted to check this TV show. However, I've seen a lot of reviews about it. And I have a mixed feelings about it. Because I've checked... Uh, like, I really enjoyed the cartoon uh series i've seen them like twice I've, I've been watching them on nickelodeon i watched them separately uh i've been even following like katara when it was released but like i forgot about it like after season two i think i haven't finished season two so it's a really popular cartoon and they tried to do movie once and i've seen it and it was very bad like, you know, they did it as a movie, basically covering, like, half of the first season. And the graphics is not the best, and the characters are not the best. Uh, so, yes. Uh, and uh, with this TV show, it's a Netflix adaptation. So, you kind of right now feel how it may be... Um, how it may be bad. So... The problem is that at the beginning, creators of Avatar Airbender, they were producers and screenwriters to the show. However, they left due to, how, how it's called, like, disagreement with Netflix company. And I now understand why. Because uh, Netflix really changed, uh, like, not really changed, they tried to get actors really close to cartoon version. And in some time, in some ways, it feels a bit strange. Like, why? Maybe Sokka is is a good one. Um, is a good character because he's like he he really tries his best. But the kid plays not really. It's like okay, it's a problem of kids playing serious roles. It's really hard. Uh, but however, he's just like an unknown kid. It's not like some popular kid trying his like best. Uh, for ma many other characters are not known at all. I was there like first roles, first big roles, and I hope not last because it would feel like re really disappointing for them. Like they tried their best, they've jumped so high and they'll never jump that high again in their life. Mm. The biggest problem always with all these Netflix adaptations is what they put and what they don't put on such TV shows, like what they cut out. And from what I've seen in reviews, a lot of important character development is being cut out. Like, uh, authors, like right now, authors say that they, uh, Sokka is not sexist anymore. However, in a um, cartoon series, he was sexist, not because it was like funny. <laughs> okay, it was kind of funny, but there was character development connected to it. Like, the, later he was taught not to be a sexist and he changed. Uh, Katara also has a lot of like change for the, her character, uh, and Ang also was like uh, what what's a lot of people are <clears throat> are said about is that Ang is being more serious in the show uh, in the like Netflix adaptation, 
and there's no fun because uh, the first season he was a kid he wanted to have some fun he wanted to he didn't want to be avatar he just he escaped uh, and hid uh, for 100 years because he didn't want to become an avatar and but in the show he's just like okay yeah sure let's let's learn whatever whatever so that's really sad and uh, i don't know for like with when there was a Witcher adaptation, season one was cool. However, like okay, at least Osiris listened to fans and changed some stuff in season two, which was better, but still like in many moments worse. So I hope maybe creators would listen to the Osiris, uh, no, to the fans, and would change some moments, would add some moments, uh, because. Right now, the best adaptation is One Piece. It was really done really awesome. I really like how it was performed. Uh, the actors... The actors were... Uh, look, look very close to the... Um, to the anime. And however, they play well. And I, I'll still check Avatar today or tomorrow. If I'll, I'll survive today. And... Um, I'll tell you later. If it's like... If my assumptions are correct or not. So... If you're a big fan, I recommend you to check and maybe even text me on Instagram, geekland.show, you may subscribe, or next uh, Twitch, uh, Twitch show uh, in two weeks, mm, in Friday after the next one. Wait, is it will it be holidays or not? Uh, I should check because I am not sure. Oh, no, it's... Oh, yeah, it will be, so... We'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they'll be. Maybe, maybe they'll be like one or two days earlier. So you can go now my Twitch channel, uh, EBG Radio Hour. Subscribe, follow it, and uh, next time you can say like, "Hey, you know, I've checked uh, Avatar because you were talking about it, and that's my opinion about it." So yeah, uh, I would give it a shot. However, I do not have high expectations. I had high, higher expectations. However, I decreased them after seeing a lot of recommend, like reviews. And as usual, critics said, like, wow, 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 so cool, so awesome. And a lot of fans even say, yes, good. Like, graphics is good. Uh, however, a lot of problems are still there. So, I think we can go on a small uh, music break. And after this, we'll, I will... <laughs> Come back to you with our last part, which is Nostalgia. And we will talk about The Office TV Show. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll check it out. We, uh, like, I'll, I'll tell you some of the facts about it. We'll do some nostalgia and we'll just have some fun. So, thanks for listening to the show. Let's go on a small music break and we'll hear each other really, really, really soon. Fall in love, I would already have you up under my arm I used up all of my tricks, I hope that you like this But you probably won't, you think you're cooler than me You got designer shades just to hide your face And you wear them around like you're cooler than me And you never say hey or remember my name And it's probably cause you think you're cooler than me Got your high brows 
shoes on your feet And you wear them around like it ain't shit But you don't know the way that you look When your steps make that much noise Shh, I got you all figured out You need everyone's eyes just to feel seen Behind your makeup, nobody knows who I could write you a song to make you fall in love I would already have you up under my arm I used to follow my tricks, I hope that you like this But you probably won't, you think you're cooler than me You got designer shades just to hide your face And you wear them around like you're cooler than me And you never say hey yo, remember my name And it's probably cause you think you're cooler than me you got your highbrow switching your walk And you don't even look when you pass by But you don't know the way that you look When your steps make that much noise Shh, I got you all figured out You need everyone's eyes just to feel seen Behind your makeup, nobody knows who you even are Who do you think that you are? Under my arm, I used to follow my tricks I hope that you like this But you probably won't You think you're cooler than me You got designer shades just to hide your face And you wear them around like you're cooler than me And you never say, hey, yo, remember my name And it's probably cause you think you're Walk around always mad, reputation Leave a pretty girl sad, reputation Start a fight club, bad reputation I turned the nightclub bad at the basement I turned the plane around, your ass keep complaining How you gonna be mad on vacation? Dutton running around all these Jamaicans uh, This that prime shit this that what we do, don't tell your mom shit This that red cup all on the lawn shit 
Get a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. I know you're tired. And let the word paint a thousand pictures One good girl is worth a thousand bitches Bam! Bam! I wanna fuck you hard on the sink After that, give you something to drink Step back, can't get spunked on a mink I mean, damn, what would Jerome, Romy, Romy, Rome think? Hey, you remember where we first met? Okay, I don't remember where we first met But hey, admitting is the first step you know, ain't nobody perfect And I know, with the hoes I got the worst rep But ayy, the backstroke I'm trying perfect And ayy, ayy, yo, we made the Thanksgiving So ayy, maybe we can make it to Christmas She asked me what I wish for on my wish list Have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? Maybe we could still make it to the church steps But first, you gon' remember how to forget after all these long adverses, I'm tired, you tired, uh -huh. Jesus wept. So welcome back to the third and last part of Once Upon a Time in the Clint. I hope you are happy about it. So we've talked about artificial intelligence, how it affects our lives, how can we maybe understand what's fake, what's real. We've talked about a little of game and movies recommendations. Uh, unfortunately, time is not on my side as usual. I've spent a lot of the first part, so yeah, I need to rush. So the third part is usually like in 90% nostalgic. Uh, I choose something interesting like um, some TV series, some movie series, some interesting company or phenomenon. And we'll just discuss how how big it is, how old it is. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, yes, and uh, it's uh, today's today's uh, our nostalgia is about the Office TV show, and not the British one, the American one. Because if you didn't know, there are two offices. First was in the Britain, it was like American. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was a British 
I think it's called like uh, let me let me let me let me, let me see uh, mockumentary. It's kind of like like unwritten unrealistic documentary because if you've seen it, basically it's like big 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 documentary about the company and their life for many 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 seasons uh, with some breaking of the fourth wall, which is really fun. I, I think it's like uh, an interesting way for a popular show and. Uh, so there is a British version and an American version which had some uh, easter eggs to the British version and also the first uh, episode is basically the same as the British one. I think uh, they've used it because um, they did it like this because like to come to give uh, commemorate I think it's commemorate or so to give respect to the original show. So the show first aired on NBC on March 21st, 2005, and the last episode was on May 16, 2013. So there are a total of 201 episodes. Every one of them is like 40... No, it's 20 minutes, I think. Yes, and some of them are 40. Uh, moreover, it has like nine seasons, so it's like a, it's been very popular, and it's like a very, 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 very interesting uh show it's really funny it has a lot of memes from there like no god please no no like all these uh phrases and it's also a good allusion on like unreal unreal people real psychology uh on some work relationship so if you've never heard or seen the show, it's basically tells about a company called Dunder Mifflin, Dunder Mifflin, and especially their like branch in Scranton, uh, where all action happens. So it's small, like okay, m average, not average, okay, okay, middle, middle uh, paper company that sells, sells paper. Yeah, there were time when people had to call sales per salespeople to buy paper, and so salespeople were trying to sell. Uh, as much paper as possible to earn their living. And the main character is basically Jim Halpert, which is the guy who's been hired by uh, Michael Scott, who is played by, oh my god, um, Steve Carell, a guy who uh, who is the voice for Gru in uh, Despicable Me, uh, which is a great actor. I think he's really funny and really interesting. However, the show is cringe G. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times so yeah basically it's like a, as I said mockumentary they show how like they, basically there is like a people doing a documentary about the Dunder Mifflin their life however the documentary has been filmed for many years because as, uh, like the company the, the show goes through 20, 2008 crisis preview some crisis uh, you can see people having an iPhone a MacBook uh, so a lot of a lot of things change throughout the show because like nine years it's that that's a lot, uh, and it's kind of like doing so they do interviews of the characters, and it's not improvisation like sometimes it's improvisation but in many times it's all scripted like all moments all looks in the camera, uh, everything that's happening is real, and however it's still it's still really funny the chemistry between many characters is really fun especially between uh, Jim and Dwight who is like um, a very, very, very serious worker who thinks about his only about his work, uh, only about his uh, 
I don't know, like person personal gains. And Jim is all, Jim just sits near next to him, and because like at the beginning of the TV show, like Dwight said something about bad about like Jim and like their how they will work together, Jim just pranks him all the time, and those pranks are like one of the most popular parts of the show because pranks sometimes are really, really, really creative uh, and really interesting. So. The show is nine season has nine seasons. I'm on season eight right now, and I've been watching this TV show for more than a year uh, because I've started it like last no not like not 2023 in 2022. Me and my girlfriend we started to watch it. Then she went to Canada, so due to time difference, we kind of stopped watching it. And because we usually used it to like fall asleep uh, while watching, uh, it's, it's sometimes really. T- too loud people scream sometimes so we stopped uh, and then i think last yeah this december we tended to continue watching even like we've seen like more than three or four seasons and now we're in the middle like of eight seasons so we're close to the end is there a lot of change new characters added some characters uh disappeared i wouldn't say who and what and where uh however it's still like really fun you see the changes in characters like People become smarter, like uh, how different people, different co-workers have their relationship absolutely changed. Like then first their co-workers and lovers and haters, whatever, whatever. So it's really interesting. And it has also a lot of uh, famous people there. Like a lot of, um, like Steve Carell became popular because of this movie. Uh, Jim Halpert, who is played by... um, uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski became super popular. He's like right now mostly director, but he's like played in silent, silent uh, place about the monsters who can hear really well. Like he played in a lot of movies. I think BG Novak is a really popular person. Yes, uh, he's like uh, oh, he's received like five primetime Emmy Award nominations and won two Screen Actors. Guild Awards. Oh my god, I didn't even know. Like, wait, what's his uh, bibliography? Uh, his books. Yo, oh my god. Uh, filmography. Oh yeah, um, Dictator, Internship, Smurfs, Saving the Banks, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, he doesn't really have a lot of like. But um, he's still really popular. So the show is really left a lot of impact on many lives a lot of people grew with this show uh imagine pe- like watching it every year and waiting for the new season to come out um so yeah and let's talk about a little about uh, some interesting facts so john krasinski who played jim halpert he had to do another movie uh, while doing the show and he had i think he had to go bold so or cut his hair really short, but in a TV show he has long hair, like um, okay, G- be a lot of hair but not long one. So uh, and the director refused to uh, let him use a wig because he said that it would be really noticeable. And uh, John just uh, anyway did it, uh, wore a wig and said like, you see, you didn't notice it, so <laughs> can I do it? And the director said like, yeah, sure, uh, why not? Uh, a lot of uh, cast uh, was like 
was different at the beginning of like when the show was only meant to be. Uh, Seth Rogen was play was uh, supposed to play uh, Dwight, which is really interesting. However, it did happen. And it's probably good because the guy who plays Dwight is like best for the for the role. Uh, what else? Uh, B.J. Novak was the first person cast. So the guy who plays Ryan, like a small intern in the show, he uh, like who then grew to bigger role and then again to smaller role. Like so, it changes. He was the first one, and it's not even Steve Carell or John Krasinski. Um, he was inspired. So the show's producer Greg Daniels was inspired by his time on Saturday Night Live and wanted to hire a writer performer. So yes, uh, what other interesting facts? Um, uh, everybody, wait, wait, wait. Um, so yes, that is um, the Oscars initially stayed close to the British version because the pilot was shot with essentially the same script as the pilot from the British show. Many viewers questioned this question, <laughs> this decision, but it had to be done considering NBC's board and adaptation. Uh, yes, uh, no one optimi was optimistic about the show. It was hard for the cast and crew to have uh, face uh, early on. During the first season, NBC executives would bring a lot of pessimism to the set. According to Krasinski, they would... Uh, oh my god, wait. wait, wait yeah, where did it go? Yes, um, they would say things like, this episode is so good. Unfortunately, it's the last one we are going to do. <laughs> it's a bit de depressive. And what's really interesting, uh, in the uh, opening of the TV show, uh, they show a lot of like um, office work and it's been done by actors. They were supposed to come early and just, you know, um, do real office work. Uh, and they've been shot, uh, not with a gun, but like with a camera uh, doing this. And it led like to some backgrounds, to some... Uh, uh, opening parts, so yes, it was kind of it was really the office. Um, so they they owe their success to Apple. One thing that helped save the show was iTunes. Around the second season, when NBC made the show available on the platform, uh, platform it took up four of the top five slots for downloaded television shows. That's when the people behind the show learned that their audience skewed young rather than the white collar worked workers they thought would be watching. Uh, that's an interesting, like, yeah, through experimentations, experiments, and different stuff, it's possible to understand that uh, first ideas are not really the ones that you think about. Um, so, yes. Uh, the office's address is an uh, homage to the British show. The Scranton branch of Dunder Mifflin is located at 1725 Slow Avenue, that's not the real street in the actual Scranton, Pennsylvania, though. It's a reference to the original version of the show, which takes place in Slow England. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the computers on set really worked. They even had the internet, which helped the cast feel like they were in a real-life office. As I said, yeah, it, it was like really an office for <laughs> for people who've been in this movie, TV show. Um, they also recreated the office space from scratch. The show's first season was shot in a real-life office in Culver City, California. So when they transitioned to a sound stage for the second season, the crew had to rebuild it and stock it with supplies to make a perfect... Uh, oh my god. 
to make it a perfect uh, replica. They did make Michael's office a little bigger to accommodate cameras, and since they were on the sound stage, they could control the weather. Oh, that's that's really interesting. Uh, the documentary crew may have had a tragic reason for covering uh, Dunder Mifflin. In the season two episode perform uh, episode performance review, Michael reads papers from his suggestion box, including one from. Tom, who wrote, we need better outreach for employee fighting depression. Then he's reminded that uh, Tom killed himself. Wow. During the 2007 office convention, a group of writers proposed that this suicide was why the documentary crew showed up in Scranton. They wanted to document how the office was dealing with the suicide before it turned into simpler storylines. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's, that's a really unexpected uh, fact about this show. Uh, Jim's fake rainfield proposal was expensive. Yes, uh, that's a small um, spoiler. Uh, Jim would marry, like, propose to someone. I would not say who. Uh, let it be to the to the audience who didn't watch. Uh, the, but the writers had a clear vision for how Jim's proposal would look. They wanted to shoot it in an actual rest shop on the Merritt Parkway, but it would have cost hundred thousand dollars. Plus, they wouldn't be allowed to use fake rain, which was important to the scene. So the crew built a replica of the parkway and the rest stop. Uh, the shot ended up costing two hundred fifty thousand. So it was probably cheaper to wait for rain on a real rest shop. Uh, Daniel describes the scene as the most expensive and elaborate shot we've ever done, but it's also sort of the highlight of the five years of storytelling. Yeah, uh, you could also you could actually buy it under Miffin paper. paper. In 2011, the company Quill.com, owned by Staples, uh, which is like a real company, and they also like um, were showed as um, competitors to Dunder Mifflin, announced that they would start selling Dunder Mifflin paper. At the time, their director of innovation explained, paper is a race to the bottom as paper usage is going down. We're looking for different pop culture phenomenon and external brands that we can tie to this um, mundane product categories to differentiate. That's really how uh, initially pay pairing copy paper and Dunder Mifflin came about. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a really great show, and I advise you to watch it too. You know, like if you consider this as a recommendation, uh, you should totally watch it, even binge watch it, uh, because it would be easier to remember everything that's happening. Uh, you could see a lot of changes in characters. You could even find yourself in many moments. Like Michael Scott is really showed. I see a lot of myself in Michael Scott, like when he's scared to. Uh, solve conflicts, or he's scared to um, he's scared to do some big decisions, or he's just like trying to laugh out some problems. So yeah, uh, I totally recommend you to watch it uh, to even maybe share your thoughts about it, and maybe that will be the end of our today's show. So thank you so much for listening to. We have our Twitch channel, which is AUBG Radio Aura. We have Instagram, which is geekland.show. We have Instagram page of our radio club, which is AUBG Radio Blagojevgrad. <laughs> which is a long name. I don't know why they did Blagojevgrad, but anyway. So, thanks so much for listening. Have a great time. Good luck, everyone, with all your tasks. Have a happy weekends. Uh, and we'll hear each other in two weeks, so... Bye-bye. <laughs>